<laughs> Can you hear yourself? Yes. Okay. Is that good? Yeah. Is that good? Too close? Too far? I think it sounds awesome. Yeah, you can never be too close. Just, I'm going to swig. Yeah, do it. Drop a beat. All you right. can totally freestyle at the end when you... I'm honestly... Tell her. I'm a great rapper. I have hella songs. Welcome to the Write It Down podcast with the 1513 Network. I'm Brooke Murata bringing you one-on-one interviews to challenge, inspire, and encourage. First of all, Happy New Year. I hope this year brings you so much joy and excitement. I'm super excited to roll out this new year with you with our very first episode of the year, episode 61 overall with Cash Combs. Cash came on, super neat guy local tattoo artist. He is just impeccable at his artwork. I'm so excited that he came on here to share his story, all the twists and turns. You guys know the deal with Write It Down and how it goes. Everybody shares their story of where they come from and how they ended up where they are today. My favorite thing about Cash is that he is a humble man and he likes to make this world a better place through his tattoos. So sit back, relax, and get your pens ready because this is Write It Down. Welcome back to the Write It Down podcast with the 1513 Network. I'm your host, Brooke Murata, on the mic with Cash Combs. Cash, yo, welcome yo. to the pod. Is your real name Cash? Yes. Combs. Yes. That is the best name in the world. Know, Congratulations. It's not, it's not Congrats it's to your cool. parents on that one. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad to have you here. You're a local tattoo artist. I love local stories. I'm looking at your sleeves right now. Did you do your own tattoo? Um, I did some of them. I did like my uh, my legs, some of my arm, and then uh, a lot of my buddies in Orlando. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So do you have like a particular person that only you go to because um, I have you're a walking billboard for <laughs> tattoos? <laughs> yeah, I have uh, my buddy Spooks, and uh, he's in Orlando, and okay. then Legion and Kissimmee and John Uru in Orlando okay. as well. Nice. Yeah. I have one tattoo. It's um, on my foot, and I was like just talking to Marshall and Julia about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, did Cash do it?" And I was like, no, some guy named Brian and uh, Coco did it. So, oh, Brian. Brian, if you're listening to this, thank you for my tat. But, Cash, <laughs> come I'm on, so ex- <laughs> Come on, Brian. I'm so excited to have you on here. I want you to tell your story. Um, there's a lot of twists and turns. We were chatting before the mics turned on about your life as a young kid. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you kind of start there? Like, what was life like for young Cash? And then what brought you here today? Um, so, it's kind of a crazy story. Um, I have... An older brother uh we our mom kind of left when we were like i think i was five or six and he was um he's five years older so you know 10 11 mm-hmm. and then uh it was my dad i mean me and my dad still like that's my best friend you know so we made it from there um and then when she left it was just kind of like my brother went with my grandma i was with my dad back and forth with my grandma and uh so when I was young, I went to four different elementary schools. So that was like, at the time I thought it was like weird, but now it kind of paid off. Cause I kind of know everybody from yeah. each area, you know, which is good with tattoos because yeah. I, don't, I don't think my work is that good. I think it's just, I know everybody. Yeah, <laughs> You know enough. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So that's, so that's cool. Everyone feels comfortable, but, um, yeah. So going from four different schools, at that age was just like it was hard you know so because every school you go to you got to kind of kind of prove yourself be like mm-hmm. you know the coolest kid at school or whatever so you're, I get it. you're yeah, doing yeah, dumb yeah. stuff yeah. to try to impress people which you 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you shouldn't at that age. Right. But, um, Did you move schools because like you were moving location or were you getting kicked out of these schools? Um, a little bit of both. Do tell. <laughs> a little bit of both. The um, yeah. I, uh, in, so in fifth grade, I just kind of was like, you know, got in some trouble and stuff. And then I went to, uh, got kicked out of West Melbourne School of Science. And then yeah. I went to Surfside, which is my where me and my dad moved Beachside because mm-hmm. I grew up in Ogali and stuff. And uh, so that was really, that was like a culture shock coming to the beach and seeing, um, you know, basically a whole new group of people. Mm-hmm. So when I got over there, it was just kind of like, I was, you know, being myself, but I was introducing like, you know, a different lifestyle to a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. So um, that was, uh, you know, that was definitely hard. And then... I was there for like, I don't, I don't even know, maybe maybe a month before I got um, kicked out of there. And then uh, I went you to, got kicked out of Surfside Yeah. after yeah. getting kicked out. So what, what what were the reasons of getting kicked out? Like just behavioral or? Um, of getting kicked out of Surfside was just some some pot. And then uh, and it you was. You were young. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was 12. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like it was being like you were acting out because you were in a broken home? Or were you just like yeah. stupid? Yeah. Um, definitely stupid in a broken home (laughs) it's kind of yeah it's kind of a mix of both but uh I mean I just I don't know I think I was just kind of lashing out because before that it was like fights and you know just dumb stuff and I think it was that had a big part of it and then also like I was saying going to like a different school and just trying to prove yourself you know so that had a big role in it but then when I went to um abeyance which is where you know it's any kid who gets expelled, they have to go to the school and stuff. Uh, that was where, like, you know, my eyes were really opened because it's, uh, how do you say, it? it's kind of like a, the, the fork in the road where you see where you're going to end up. Yeah. You know, you can either stay on that path or you can change. So mm-hmm. when, um, when I was there, I was there for a year and it was just kind of like my whole sixth grade year, you know, you miss out on sixth grade that's you know it's one of the funnest grades there is with your friends yeah exactly so that was definitely um it was at the time the worst but it was the best thing that could ever happen to me did you have like like low self-esteem having to go to a different school outside from the rest of the kids quote-unquote or no oh no no I was uh that's one thing I never really like had a battle with on that term because it's like if someone doesn't like me in a way it just kind of like motivates me okay you know what I mean yeah. rather than like I get down on myself like mm-hmm. it, that that hypes me up so no I never had a problem with that I did have like um you know and because I played baseball my whole life and mm-hmm. uh I remember being on some teams and hearing like parents say you know they know what happened and try to get me off the team and stuff like that so that that part sucked because that was kind of my escape, you know, mm-hmm. at the time. Like sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, baseball, basketball, that. So so that was the only time that I felt, like, singled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your new escape kind of became art. When did that happen? So, um, honestly, it kind of became surfing at okay. that age, yeah. Okay. I, I surfed literally every day. And then uh, I would always draw on binders and stuff, And you know, when mm-hmm. I was young and my dad actually has two of my uh, first portraits I ever did. Oh wow! So that was cool. And now they're in my shop. They're hanging in my shop. That's so, so cool. Yeah, on my twenty-first birthday, he like made me um, 
two copies of them and mm-hmm. framed them and stuff. So he won't give me the originals. Gosh, <laughs> yeah, he won't that do guy. it. Yeah, I know. He said he has to die before I get Darn him, his so. support. Just have to kill him, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm not promoting that on no, my show. I'm if you heard either. that, Dad, he doesn't mean it. Kidding, yeah, he's Dad. just kidding. He's just kidding. Maybe. Okay, so you developed this love for art. We, we briefly talked, obviously, before the podcast a little bit about how as you got older, like it was something that kind of was your escape and mm-hmm. your um, the way that you kind of you express yourself. So like with your heart or things that happened in your life with mental health and things like that. So like, tell me a little bit about that, like what you tap into when other people are under the ink. So, um, so in high school, I, uh, you know, I was just kind of, I was in an art class and I wasn't really like interested in it. And then I had Jason Carter. He was our, um, art teacher at satellite. He's a phenomenal artist and like a really humble you know, awesome guy. Mm -hmm. And I was actually failing the class and he's, he's like, Hey, you need to draw something, you know, you need to get involved. So I ended up drawing a portrait of Frank Sinatra and I think it was ninth grade and he really liked it. So he helped me, um, stay in art classes from like freshman year, junior year, like all, you know, all the way through. And, uh, that was where I developed kind of my, like my, knowledge mm-hmm. for art mm-hmm. mainly portraits that's i mean even now with tattooing that's kind of all i want to do so um he really helped in that sense but with with like escaping it was a it was a weird time i you know i got out of a relationship i was working at Publix. i hated my life so so i was doing that i was working there um i worked like five in the morning or four in the morning or something Mm -hmm. every day. And then I'd leave to go to Eastern Florida Mm because I was taking my AA. So I had uh, four 8 a.m. classes. So I would go from Publix to to school and then back to Publix and like, you know, going through all that, just getting out of a relationship. It was just kind of like a, Blech. Yeah, it was just a Did you know it time. was terrible at the time or now looking oh, 100%. back? Okay. Yeah, I was. Uh, you were in it. Yeah, I was going through Did it. you ever go to, have you ever been to like counseling? Was that something? No, was no. there things you were just like. No, you I just, just kind of grinned and bared it and moved on. Yeah. Just, just making it I can it tell you're a little thug. Thuggy. Yeah, no, I was just making it through. Yeah. Okay, got it. I, I just kind of put my head down and just kept going okay but and did you like just automatically like leave that and then start tattooing or was there some other twists no. and turns? Okay. so um so i had my best friend growing up he's he became a cop for melbourne okay. um still is uh he he bought me a tattoo machine mm-hmm. and then um because he knew i was in art and stuff and you know he just thought it'd be cool introduced it to me and i had no idea you know i had nothing knew nothing about it and how many years ago was this this was my 18th birthday dang yeah okay i'm 21 now so you've only been at this for like three years no not even so it so the machine sat in my closet for like over a year i never touched it never even thought about touching it yeah and then one of my really good friends um brett lamontang was Mm -hmm. over at my house and we like saw it in there and he was, he's an awesome kid. He just wants, you know, he's motivating. So he wanted to get a tattoo. And so he, uh, sharpied something on his leg and, you know, we just went for it. And, uh, in your house. Oh yeah. Were you scared to like 
give somebody a permanent tattoo um, and you like never touch that machine? I mean, I feel bad, but I wasn't. Does scared. it look horrible? No. Really? Yeah, it's just like clean little lines. It was it was tiny. Okay. Um, I was gonna say. Yeah, he was really hyped. I offered him now like to cover it up or fix it, but he loves it. You know, yeah. he wants to keep the original. Okay. But yeah, so when I did that, um, I told my dad about it, and my dad's basically exactly like me, mm-hmm. just like a little older, not as good looking. So it happens. Yeah, yeah. no, hundred <laughs> percent. So, but he's tatted up. Oh and really? Yeah, because okay. so we grew up in um like we lived in Booker T Washington for mm-hmm. a while, and one of my old football coaches was a tattoo artist there. Okay. So, Tap Mike, shout out Tap Mike. Tap Mike. Yeah, yeah. Tap Tap he, Mike. He put me on okay. for sure. So, he always did my dad's work and stuff. And then when he, my dad found out I was tattooing, he was kind of pissed that he you know that I haven't tattooed him yet. So. He wanted to get a tattoo, so he chose a uh, cobra on his calf. Oh my gosh! Which is like pretty yeah. hard for That's my intricate. second tattoo, yeah. Yeah. you know. So, I'm. I mean, I went over to Tat Mike, you know, talked to him, kind of got like this, you know, the steps of what to do, mm-hmm. and then, uh, I mean, it was my dad, so if I mess it up, like, it's fine. you know, you're still in the family. You can't abort me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. You're out. here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Dad. Yeah, so we did that, and it turned out really good, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, not really good at the time, not, you know, now I look back, and like... you judge it? No, I, it? I love it, you know, okay. I love it. Uh, it just means a lot to me, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so we look back on that, and then um, I did I did one on my stepmom, and then I did, uh, you know, another on my dad, and then... Mm-hmm. He had an extra bedroom, so he's like, yeah, he's like, you can set it up, do some friends or whatever. So I was really just um, pushing my art, you know, learning that style. And I got tattooed by a lot of like the, the OGs, like I was saying, Spooks, mm-hmm. John Uru, all them. And John actually is a, uh, I think he's 26 or 27, a little older oh, wow. than me. So, yeah. and he's incredible. You know, he did, he does all my work and he, I was still working at Publix when he was tattooing me and he really like encouraged me to do it. You know, he's like, dude, like, cause he learned the same way out of, out of his house, you know? Um, so that was really like a big step in my, uh, in like the motivation to yeah. do it. And well, then, I think it helps when somebody who's a little further along than you comes oh, and yeah. says, you have what it takes mm. because you're, you are young to just start doing this. And yeah. now you have your own, you have your own studio, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now shop. it's like, a business like mm-hmm. you went from customer service at a place you hated yeah. to now like having overhead and For having sure. things that you have to now like manage and that's hard as a, as a young person to do that let alone in society nowadays where people aren't necessarily I think back in the day you know probably our parents age they wanted to start their own business they were a little more go-getter entrepreneurial so for you to do that in this day and age where you could just sit back and have a free pass is exceptional so i think that's super neat that you took something an art a craft that you really enjoy and you made a business out of it that is the hardest thing when it comes to being a creative is switching from being a creative to now business for sure because now you have bills to pay now you're like no i can't just give you a free tattoo every tuesday at my house like i have to pay my bills and that's like a hard transition that not a lot of people see so that's like really impressive to do that at such a young age so this guy helped you what's his name john uru john uru helps you kind of put a fire under your butt exactly yeah yeah well so when i was 
found out that I really loved tattooing, mm-hmm. I reached out to a lot of the guys locally here, mm-hmm. and every single one shit on me. Brian said, from Coco? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Brian, I didn't reach out. I saw your foot tattoo. I didn't I'm reach out. I'm sure Brian <laughs> yeah. would not do that no, to you. No, no, um, Yeah, so I reached out to a lot of them around here, and I'm you know, I'm not even going to name drop because they're irrelevant now. But I ain't going to them yeah, for my no, next one. That's no. for sure. Yeah, so... so. They all said no. They okay. all shit on me. One of them told me, like, you know, get the out yeah. of my shop type deal. So I brought in all my artwork. He told me to come by. I brought it all in. And, uh, yeah. That, like, literally yeah. being, like, see on the field. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that motivated me, like, beyond words, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so now, like, you know, two, three months ago, one of the guys was at uh, – fss teca mm-hmm. and i was with my family eating and i bought his meal so it's That's like sweet. you know it feels it feels really good to uh, be on the other side yeah exactly mm-hmm. and it's at the time it was like a lot of competition and stuff and then now it's just kind of like you know i just pray for my enemies yeah. it works it works good shout out <laughs> mm, young Dolph. that is a rap lyric yeah, right there 100%. yeah pray yeah. for my enemies yeah We're going to take a quick break to discuss Write It Down's brand new website. You can head over to widpod.com, W-I-D-P-O-D.com, and see all the goods. You'll notice a banner at the top of the page that says Learn More. If you click that link, it'll show you how you can support Write It Down. P.S. My favorite part about the website is the Wid Wall, which is a collection of all the Write It Downs from the show. This podcast is made possible by the 1513 Network. So show the network some love and support by listening to their other shows. If not, just stick with Write It Down because I'm the coolest, the realest, the illest. Now, back to the show. Well, no, there it is a process, right? It's a, it's a humbling process because when people kind of pat you on the head, so to speak, when you have a dream and you have like ambition to do it, you know, you either get the people that are like overwhelmingly excited for you and are like rainbows and butterflies yeah. and don't understand it's going to take a lot of work. And then there's those people in the middle, like your family that recognize the dream, yeah. but recognize the, the hard work. But then there's just people that are like, they Haters. forget what it was like yeah. to be young and to kind of have something they want to present to the world. And it's, it's like, they're scared, scared. Yeah. Yeah. They're scared they're of scared. The, the up and coming. Which yeah. Is, Shoot. Which is cash combs. Oh yeah. I'm out here. Up in and here. there's people coming after me, you know? And I yeah. actually, uh, I had a couple weeks ago, a girl, um, that my girlfriend works with who is up and coming and mm-hmm. she's a phenomenal artist. And I saw like a lot of me in her Yeah, and, Instead of her going to each shop and getting no, no, getting shit on like that, mm-hmm. I'm going to give her a chance. So I'm going to yeah. put her in the shop. She's going to become a great tattoo artist. And we're yeah. going to continue to piss mentor off her. the rest of Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, take over. Exactly. No, so. there is something that, and that's something I hope in my own life, that it's like if somebody like a couple years younger than me or like at the starting line of something they're mm-hmm. passionate for that they don't feel like they can't come to me or they, you know, cause we know what it's like to kind of be on the other end and hustle and see somebody in our field do well. Yeah. And then they're not what you thought they were. People say that all the time about their celebrity that they're they're that they love or somebody they look up to. They're like, I met him in real life and that wasn't that impressive. Oh yeah. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, not even just for someone in our twenties like us, but for like sure. when you think of like a 10 year old that like, can you imagine if somebody was like a huge Patriots fan, now Tampa Bay fan and walked up to Tom Brady and he just didn't give a 10 year old the time of day. Yeah. 
th- that kid's dream and them going back to school on Monday is 100%. shattered because every Sunday they that was the reason that made them excited to go to school Monday. Yeah. And so if you're that person for somebody in the tattoo world or you're that person and we'll talk a little about your rap game. But if you're just (laughs) even a glimpse of what somebody wants to be when they grow up and you treat them poorly or you treat their sibling poorly and they're like they go back and report that terrible, horrible. Because at the end of the day, you know, you can go tattoo for five, eight hours, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But after that, you're just like everybody else. Yep. You're just a person. So when you're in your shop, you call it a shop or a studio or both? It's a dojo. Okay. I just... A dojo. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> I, I know nothing about dojos besides any... It's a place I don't peace. know martial arts or yeah. anything like that. Okay. Is that even martial arts? <laughs> no. I'm crazy. Well, it's arts. I just, got it. It's not martial. I'm not with it's it. cash art. I am with it. I'm with, I'm with the lingo. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I get it. Your zen place. Yes. Gotcha. Exactly. All right. So when you're in the shop studio dojo zen place that yeah. you call your business, what is like a day in the life? So you walk in whenever you like, whenever you have a appointment scheduled, yeah. do, you, do you take walk-ins? Or no. no. Okay. No, so appointment only. Appointment, yeah. Okay. So you go in your shop. It's just you and yep. the person that you're working on. That's it. I go in, uh, you know, hour, you know, hour 30 minutes i try to get there earlier usually it ends mm-hmm. up being two minutes before yeah the appointment time this is made it that's how yeah exactly so <laughs> been here a while yeah, setting up i try yeah. to go in and set up and stuff yeah. but um you know uh i go in set everything up we get the stencil ready you know i i try to have that done the night before mm-hmm. that, that's probably the longest part and uh okay. yeah so i just kind of you know make everyone feel comfortable and kind of explain the process if they're not familiar mm-hmm. and i got a little tv in there we play music and stuff okay. so so when it comes to tattooing you were talking about the first tattoo you did one of the first ones you did at your house with your friends it's more like simple lines so when did you transition from more like simple lines to like intricate detail and shading and all that like are you the person that's like watching youtube videos are you oh, yeah. like what's it like going um, from that and then trying new techniques on someone because it's permanent yeah so so honestly it was when i got denied like that set like a whole new fire you know because before i was i was on edge about it and then um you know i realized it's not uh it's i don't know how to explain it like it's not what what way you go about it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's just if you can do it Okay. You know, cause it's, you can get, go, you know, I, I tell people go get apprenticeships, you know, that's, it's phenomenal. I wish I did it, mm-hmm. but I couldn't, you know, I got denied. It just wasn't there. So that really like sparked me to go ahead and, and just push my art and make it happen mm-hmm. because, you know, when I went from, when I transitioned from kind of like, you know, kindergarten tattoos to sixth grade to high school to mm. college you know what i mean mm-hmm. it just kind of it was all out of uh motivation honestly okay yeah. and then did somebody teach you it or you're just like- yeah so I, I mean i watched a ton of youtube videos i and honestly the where i learned the most was getting tattooed by like you know heavy hitters and so you would watch oh 100 and, okay. and they're all like like john spooks they're all awesome and they would teach me things like as we were getting tattooed okay you know what i mean yeah. but and it was still earned, you know, you have to, yeah. you have to go get tattooed. You can't, you know, you can't be a punk and walk in and just, you know, think you like own 
you know, yeah. run shit. Like, no. it doesn't work like that. I think humility works across the board yeah. in everything that you, no, not just sure. tattooing, but just in any field, any business, whether you're coming in as a dishwasher somewhere or yeah. you're the CEO, if you don't have humility, you're not going to be respected. No, and you, you have <laughs> to respect the OGs. Like, mm-hmm. even, you know, even the Melbourne dudes, like, um, you know, there's, there's a couple good shops around here and, and it's nothing but respect for them. But yeah. Is it like the head nod? It's like the head nod. Respect. Oh yeah. Yeah. When I see him out, we head nod. I'm know? practicing my head nod. Yeah. The head nod. It's I up, mean, that's, not down. that's mutual yeah. respect. You know, we, I mean, we don't Got know, it. you know, that's, that's all it takes. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> when you're like pissed or you're sad or yeah. whatever, feeling every single motion, are you like, gosh, I got to get in the gym or I got to get in my shop? Um, so I don't know. Like, honestly, with how my life's been, mm-hmm. I haven't had, like, like life's good right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got the beautiful girlfriend. Beautiful girlfriend. You know, Rachel's my, in the uh, studio today. Yeah, shout out shout to out Rachel. Rachel. You know, she's awesome. Stunning. The studio's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think my, my hardest thing I've had in the past year was when my grandma passed. Because mm-hmm. she was, like, my, uh, she was really, like, my best friend, you know. And, uh. That was, that's Grandma Joe. So mm-hmm. she, what was your relationship like growing up? Me and hers. Mm-hmm. It, she was literally like one of my best friends. Like you know, like she your mom, um, like mother figure. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And so her mother's still alive. She's ninety five. Wow. So um, I live. You know, take care of her. Rachel moved in with us. She helps out a ton. And mm-hmm. uh, so both of them. That's who I have on each forearm. Aww. I have Nana and Grandma Joe who just passed. So. She, uh, mm. you know, she asked me to go to an appointment with her. We went and they said she had stage two cervical cancer. And then it was like, honestly, it was a matter of like six to eight weeks. She went from 160 pounds to 80 and just withered away. And it was, uh, right before that, her house burnt down in West oh Melbourne. Gosh. So she did all this through a Hilton hotel. So it was rough. That was a really hard time of my life. Yeah. And then, uh, it was just weird because she would, um, you know, at that time when she passed, like Rachel came into my life, mm. which was almost just like a sent blessing, you know. Oh, so for sure. overcoming that was really tough because it also opened my eyes and realizing like, you know, you can be a phenomenal person. You know, you can do all this stuff and, and leave a legacy for your grandkids and everything else. But you just in the end, you die. You die. Like it's done. Yeah. At the same time, I also had a kind of like uncle to me, one of my dad's best friend, um, heroin addict, he OD'd mm. like right around the same time. And they both ended up cremated in a urn. And so it's like, you know, it's, it's just super eye opening because the, the only thing that really separates, you know, you from other people is the legacy that you leave yeah. behind. Yeah, for sure. What you're remembered by. How would you describe like, more of your this might sound a little fluffy but i'm just gonna ask it so more of like your heart journey uh-huh. meaning like you go from you know being this this kid that's getting expelled from you know having pot and then you, you kind of get denied and denied almost rejected oh, more yeah. more or less and then you you see this with your grandma and you see that um with you said your uncle yep. and seeing kind of like life just kind of be wrapped up it's just yeah. like it's done this is a mist it's oh, a poof yeah. you know and then in your life every single day like you're not guaranteed tomorrow or anything no. like that 
So how would you say that your heart has transitioned throughout the years and matured in that aspect? Like, is there oh faith involved? God. Is there um, your, your artsy? There's like kind of what has that journey been yeah. like more than business? Honestly, like, you know, put business aside. I, uh, I just want, you know, I, I think being loved by everybody and like loving everybody is really like the biggest thing, you mm-hmm. know, like anywhere, you know, I know anywhere I can go, I can see somebody who I, even if I don't know him, like on a crazy personal level, like I have a bond with, Yeah. you know what I mean? I, that's friends, you know, old people, parents, like, like if you look in my phone contacts, I have probably like 15 mama contacts, Yeah. you know? Cause I might not have had a mom, you know, like that but when I was young, but those roles all my friends, friends moms, moms, exactly. So yeah. that's, uh, I think that's the biggest thing is just kind of when you leave what people will, will talk about you. Mm. you know? What do you think people say about you? Oh, that guy was a prick. <laughs> they, they <laughs> I don't think that. Rachel would say yeah, that. I that mean, guy. she might. She, she might. might. She probably will. Air out the dirty laundry. Yeah, she can come like, on the mic. A hundred percent. No. Yeah. No. I, um, I don't know. Honestly, hopefully they're, they're just cool about it, you know. It's a cool guy. Hopefully they show up, no. wear the shirts, have tattoos, you know <laughs> that, that whole deal. I don't really know what they'll say about me. I I just try to be good to everybody. Yeah. You know? I see like, I see a lot, a lot of shitty people, and like, ninety percent of it is from money, whether yeah. that's money to prove themselves to people or, or trying to get money. They're cutting people off, like that whole deal that just kind of blows my mind because I mean, I don't know. I, I see people all the time who are just pricks because they make a little more in a day than someone else. Yeah. You know, especially like they're loving money more than they're loving people. What you're trying to say is you want to love your client more than you love what they're bringing in to the studio. Oh, a hundred percent. Are you, are you treated almost like a therapist during your sessions? Like the people they do? Yes. Really? Without a doubt. What's your longest session? That I've done? Yeah. Tattooing? I've done uh, 10 hours. Shut your you mouth. Know? That's like yeah. an open heart surgery. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's my longest one. Dang. But I mean, I'll have, you know, all the time, like, you can ask Rachel, like, I'll turn down, you know, good money on tattoos just because I'm not vibing with the person or the, you know, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know, I don't go in there to just you know, make 1200 bucks, just go home real quick. Like I'd rather go there, do some art, you know, and obviously like good conversation. Yeah. The money, the money matters. You got to make a living, but at the same time, if it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's art. I'm not, I'm not like a printer. You yeah. Know, if somebody just is being a prick and they just want to throw some money at me, I'll just tell them to go, go down the road to the next shop. You yeah. Know? Cause you want to connect with your clients. Yeah. And you also want to be the person, like like you said, it is a small town. And, oh, yeah. you know, somebody hears your story or had a session with you. If they run into you at Publix, yeah. might I say. God bless Publix. Because oh, we've thrown so much shade. <laughs> it is a pleasure Shout there. Shout out Publix. George Jones. <laughs> yeah. If you go there and they see you, like you want to be remembered for your character and not yeah, you just 100%. taking their money and then giving them. Without a doubt. Got it. Well, I love your story. I think that you have captured a lot of who you are on the mic today. I think you've shared a lot, but we didn't get to tap into some fun little rapid fire questions before we wrap uh, wrap this up and we get to your write it down. So you kind of answered one already because you said that you surfed. Yeah. But would you rather surf or mountain bike? Surf. Surf. I hate bikes (laughs) (laughs) and mountains. Okay. Okay. Good. (laughs) Done. We're done. All right. Rap or rock? Rap. 
Who's your favorite artist? Uh, Cash. Okay. You. Yeah. Got it. Y'all, y'all hear that, audience. You're gonna hear Cash. Hundred percent. Rap on Dylon, Dylon. Who's dial-on. your like inspo though? My In- inspiration for rapping. What was your style? For rapping. Um. Riff raff. Oh gosh, I can't wait. <laughs> All right, artist, color pencils or crayons? To eat. To eat. <laughs> or to draw with. To draw with. I don't know what type of person you are eating Red your crayons. Tastes good in elementary Stop. school. Stop. No, I'm gonna go with the colored pencils. You'd rather draw with 100%. color pencils. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the wax and the crayon. Just it's just too much. Blurred lines. Yeah. Not clean. Just makes my teeth chatter. Okay, got it. You know. Do you say crayon or crayon? Crayon. Good. It's like the people that say crown. Crayon. Yeah, I say crayon. Like yeah. cranberry. Crayon. It's yeah. a crayon. I say Crayola. When people say crayon or caramel or caramel. Caramel. Uh, so caramel. I have my 95-year-old great-grandma is full-blown New York. So yeah. she's like camel. Yeah. You camel. Know, smoking camels <laughs> is what she sounds like. Yeah. Smoking camels. Okay. Shower at night or the morning? Uh, Who are you? Night. Same. 100%. People that shower in the morning. No, I can't do anything in the morning. I can't either. And I also feel like you should not go to bed dirty. No. Sorry about it. Ugh. Your bed is very clean, sacred. Yeah, Thank 100%. you. Biggest pet peeve. Mine? Yeah. Oh, man. You get one. One biggest <laughs> you pet You lean back peeve. like you had a list. <laughs> oh, man. And now, now we're looking at Rachel like, yeah, yeah, um, right? Small signs. Like road signs? Yes. Okay. That I can't read. Okay. I don't like I get those. it. That's hard. Those make me extremely yeah. angry. Like mile marker signs yes. that are small. Yeah. I remember Publix had a tiny <laughs> sign in Cocoa Beach. Yeah. And I hated it. So really? I worked there for like three years and requested a change every day. Did they change it? Oh, yeah. Oh, not yeah, they, they did. With that remodel they yeah, got? Yeah, Heck, yeah. Beach. You know they did that you for cash. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I went to school in Merritt Island, so oh, I was always God. at Surfinista. No, I went. I actually went to Merritt Island Christian. I went to the oh, private good. school. It is good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank God. Um, I'd be shot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. But I graduated Mount High, so I'm kind of cool. So you're a bulldog. I'm you're a, a Christian bulldog. bulldog. I'm a Christian bulldog. That's awesome. I tell people I'm a cool Christian. You'll have to listen to my other episode yeah. to, to hear that I'm a cool Christian. I Gosh. will, 100%. Maybe I'll get that tattooed on me. Yeah. Cool Christian. That's awesome. Done. Okay, so before we end the show, I like to ask each guest to give the audience something to write down. Cash Combs, what is your write it down? My write it down is do anything you want in life. Love it. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And th- and you are living proof of yes. that. And yeah. I, I love write it downs like that, that encourage people to keep going after what's been put in their heart. Yep. I don't think anyone should tell you to stop. And there are people along the way that you will treasure when you yes. make it bigger because yes. they're going to be the ones that were in your corner. You just Cash comes. love everybody and pray for your enemies. Pray for your enemies. That's all it Dad is. That's all it is. Put it in the chat. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I want to hear you rap. Can you freestyle before we end it? Right now? We're, we have a mic and headphones. I feel like I we should. A, I need a beat. What's the name <laughs> of this podcast? It's called Write It Down. Oh, I yeah. only know a simple beat. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Did you literally just say that's the name? And we just said this is the show called Write It Down. That's fine. I get it. Okay, I'll try to give you a beat, but I only All have right. like a simple beat that I normally do. Anything works. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
on the Write It Down podcast with Cash, spitting all these bars and making all the cash. Going around the town and I'm dropping all these tats. If you see me in public, holler this cash. Oh my gosh! Whenever you want to record, I'm here. I'm I can ready. find out a new. We can make a Christian you. rap. Christian rap. Let's do it. Stop <laughs> shoot. Christian let's, rap with Cash Combs. I'm it. sick of it. Awesome. I'm well, thank you so much for joining the show. It's been a pleasure having thank you. you. Thank you for listening to the Write It Down podcast. This podcast is a part of the 1513 Network. You can catch a variety of shows on their website, 1513.com. If you enjoy listening to Write It Down, please subscribe, share with your friends, and if there's any ink left in your pen, write a review. For more content, follow the fun on Instagram by following at W-I-D-P-O-D. That spells WIDPOD. Super cool. Stands for Write It Down Podcast, but it's abbreviated to WIDPOD. Anyways, thanks for listening, and we will catch you later.